let's 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 dive right in. So I'm gonna start by I'm gonna start a little bit with just telling a little bit about what brings us all together here. Uh, so who we are at Wordsmith or Word and Problem Story is we are a community of writers who are united by our passion for writing and a common challenge, word improv. So what exactly is word improv? Word improv is a writing challenge where writers write a story using a set of new words. A story is broadly defined to include a tale, poem, skit, or, or other things. There is no character minimum or limit. And you can learn new words and participate in word improv by following at WordSleuth on Instagram. So what is the purpose of this interview? This is part of a series of past baton interviews. We're contributors to the Word Improv Challenge interview one another so that our community and audience learns about word improv writers and their work. I was interviewed two weeks ago. Today I get to interview uh, Symphony, which I'm really excited about. So speaking of which, let me introduce Symphony here. Uh, Symphony, Symphony Hale is a native California writer, chaser of dreams, wiper of messes, mom of 4.75, She's currently working on her debut novel, A Spark Amongst the Ashes. It's the first in a two, possibly three-part series. She's also in the process of putting together a soon-to-be-released poetry compilation, Staccato Rhythms of an Iridescent Heart, and she's extremely excited to be getting both of these out into the world. She can be found on Twitter and Instagram at symphony underscore hail. Her website, www.symphonyhale.com, is currently under construction, and there yeah. she'll be exhibiting... Is it ready? It's ready. I went live it's last night. All right. So you can go straight to symphonyhale.com and learn more about Symphony after this interview. And there she'll be exhibiting some of her writing along with offering her ghostwriting, proofreading, and editing services. So now we'll kick it over to Symphony real quick and uh, start this with, uh, with a word improv story that, that she has chosen to share with us today. Sorry, my camera's going all over the place. Oh, no worries. Take your time. <laughs> Okay, so um, this one was from three or four ago. Um, do I just start reading it, I guess? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, it was wistful and foolish on my part to think he could ever truly love me. A philanderer at his core, his very essence filled the air with a sickly saccharine stench of his egregious activities. I was nothing more than a notch in his bedpost, a number on his phone to call whenever the urge struck him. I was tired of being treated like a doormat, tired of being treated as though my friends didn't matter, as though my feelings didn't matter, as though I didn't matter. But that doesn't mean I wanted him dead. Even if I did, I never would have had the courage to act on such a notion, right? I'm sorry, detective, you said he died. I swallowed down the bile rising up from my throat. That's correct, ma'am. Where were you last night between midnight and 2 a.m.? His gaze is piercing and I focus, on my, focus my eyes on the tiny fleck of lint near his tie. Do you think I had something to do with it? The shock in my voice is palpable. Again, I swallow hard, the contents of my stomach threatening to make a reappearance. We know the kind of man he was, quite the braggadocio. Rumor has it, you might be one of his many, for lack of a better word, conquests. My eyes fly to his as anger sees from my core. A soulful expression is painted across, my, across his chiseled features, pity lacing throughout his amber gaze. I really must be getting back to my bees. I was right in the middle of, you have apiarian responsibilities, he asked curiously. I do. I double with the bees myself, mind if I check out your hives. I want to say no, to send him on his way, and to be done with this entire day. 
but I acquiesced, motioning him to follow. We're halfway through the living room when he stopped suddenly, eyes focused intently on the battle axe above the mantle. You pull axe, he asked. He questions, turning to stare at me. <clears throat> no, it was my father's. He left it to me when he passed away. Interesting, he muses. Our victim was killed with a weapon of such caliber. That's a cool story. Thank you. I like that one. It was, it's, it's, uh, I, I was really impressed when I first saw it because I, I feel like it, um, I mean, it's dark, um, but it's also very emotional, you know? Um, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot, I mean, it's dark, it's kind of humor, it's kind of humorous on certain levels in, in the kind of like, um, in the twists there at the end, but at the same token, it's got a lot of reality in it and a lot of like, a lot of like, a lot of the reality of, of male female interactions. Um, so I, I, I'm, I'm really, I'm really impressed with that story. Um, and, uh, you know, so, I mean, that said, uh, you know, you're, you're obviously a very talented writer. I've been very impressed with following you on Twitter in particular and looking at your, looking at your Twitter, looking at your, looking at your tweets come up and every time I see a new one, I'm always excited to read them. They're so rich and the language that you use is so wonderful. Um, are you a professional writer or do you just write as a hobby? Um, not professional yet, so hopefully. Um, uh, I've got my books coming out, hopefully by summertime is the goal. Um, and I'm actually working on starting uh, my own publishing imprint. Um, it's gonna be Avaya Rose Publishing and there is a page for it on my website, but information will be coming soon, so in that way. Um, I'll be self-publishing, but I can have my own imprint on my books, so. That's great. I, I, I run my own imprint as well for my, for my stuff, Indie Authors Unite. It's wonderful. Um, I really support that. Um, when did you start writing? Um, I, forever. I've had stories going through my head, just characters and stories just kind of bombarding. <laughs> and, and montage all the time of, of characters just talking and uh, playing out scenarios and for as long as I can remember. And so um, it wasn't until I was in eighth grade that I kind of thought that maybe my words could really mean something to someone. Um, we had read Where the Red Fern Grows in English class and I had wrote a poem for it for one of the assignments. And my, um, my teacher, she had put a note on it when she returned it to me with the grade and said that uh, it had made her cry and that she wanted to read it in front of the class for everyone. So that was one of the first times that I really thought, oh, wow, I can really touch somebody with my words. But um, I, I always kind of started things and didn't really finish them and had halfway, you know, partway stories. And uh, it wasn't until I started A Spark Amongst the Ashes that I really really thought, oh, wow, I could, I might actually be able to do this, so. I thought it was interesting, you said you have characters running, you've always had characters kind of running through your head, so do you start in like a spark amongst the ashes, did that start with characters, or did that start with a story, or how, how, what, what is, what is your kind of initial inspiration for, for starting something? Um, it can be just a single word sometimes, um, sometimes it's a situation, uh, spark amongst the ashes was, kind of there was a scenario that played out in my head and I thought I wonder if, what else might happen with this 
And so, uh, so I just started writing and um, I, I really write how I feel. Uh, <laughs> I put a lot of myself into everything. Uh, so, so however I'm feeling at that point in time or whatever I'm experience, experiencing is something that I uh, put into, into everything. So, yeah, I remember, um, I remember at one point in time realizing that, there, that when I was writing a story, there were like at least three different stories that were going on. There was the story that I was telling. There was the story story as I was experiencing that story as I was telling it. And then there was kind of the real story I was telling, which was, which was whatever I was actually feeling that was being expressed through this narrative that I was that I was inventing at the time. Does that make sense? Yes. Does that? Does that sound like does, does that what you were saying inspired me to, to think of that? I was wondering if that's kind of similar to how you how you approach writing or not? Um, yeah, I think so. Um, I really just like I can be in in the car and a song will come on and just a single word from that song will kind of give me some kind of feeling and and I'll just go from there and just turn it into something that's way more than a single word so sure and you have you have a you have you have a you have a novel coming out and a collection of poems coming yeah. out um do you consider yourself more of a poet or a novelist or you just kind of do whatever I I do whatever personally. Most of <laughs> my poetry is prose poetry. Um, okay. But I've always dabbled with both. Um, I had uh, quite a bit of collection of poems when I was in high school and uh, and started several different stories as well at the same time. So, um, so I really can both all the time. Cool, cool. Um, I wanted to, there were, there were some questions that, that came in through Twitter, because I know that you put, you put out, um, you put out a call for questions from some of your, some of your followers. Yes. And there were three in particular that I have right here that I want to make sure we cover in case that follower is listening. Um, and they're also just good, interesting questions. Um, so the first one, just word for word is, um, what inspired you to write the way you do? The style and the power in your writing, especially, it's like a force exploding out in words, which I really agree with. I feel that same way when I read when I read your writing. So, yeah, what what inspires you to write specifically the way you do? Uh, mostly just feelings and experiences, um, especially with the VSS posts. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just a single word, and it's it's so amazing to watch all of the posts that come up from that word because everybody experiences it or sees it as something different and um so i i really really feel like when i hear something or when i see something however that touches me at that, that specific time um or whatever feelings it invokes uh from my experiences um but i i, I really do put pretty much every part of me <laughs> in my writing. So, um, so it's, it's um, mostly just myself, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I always put a lot of myself in my writing too. And, and reading, reading your, reading your posts have really inspired me to, to, to really consider doing the VSS posts. I don't know if I've, I don't know if I've done many VSS posts in my, in my life or tweets in my life. Um, and I'm, I'm just, I, I, I'm, I'm so blown away by yours. Um, I, I really like what, 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 what your followers said here that, it, that your writing is like a force exploding out in words. 
Um, the second question we had was, um, do you get inspiration from various things or is it some event that took place or is it just taking a topic and writing a story around it? I guess you kind of just answered that more or less. That's yeah. it's more or less what you do, right? You just kind of take a feeling, you get inspired by something and you take a feeling. Um, but this, this next question I think is very interesting. Um, and it's that she asked, uh, or they asked, uh, how does one keep coming up with things to inspire our writing or words? Does it just happen or take, or does it take effort? Um, is, basically they're wondering, um, do you get the, do you get writer's block at all? Um, and is writer's block because of a lack of idea on the topic or is it a lack of inspiration in your opinion? Um, so a lot of the words I don't have to think about very hard. Um, I'll look at it and, and then it just will come to me pretty quickly. Uh, there have been some that, uh, Juliet Willows and I were, uh, really good friends and, I'll send her the word and say, oh my gosh, I can't, I'm, I just am not feeling this today. <laughs> so, um, so sometimes I will have to sit and think about it for a little while, but, uh, but other times it's just right there already. Um, and there's, there's been a few times when I've started writing something and then the word uh, was um, posted and I'll be like, oh, well that fits perfectly with what I was already working on. So, uh, so sometimes I'll already have it before, before it's even um, out there. So right, so you'll have you'll have like you'll already have an inspiration, and the word kind of melds with that, and you can kind of yes. just merge the two together. Um, I like that. I like that a lot. I you know I've I've done like I've done different writers' games over the course of my life, and um, I've always found that like things tap into like. I'm a, I'm a big believer in the unconscious. And so I believe that like things tap into my unconscious mind in ways that, um, that I didn't imagine they would. And I feel like that's a lot of the inspiration for writing in general, yeah. you know? Um, and, uh, you know, of the, of the, of the word improv stories that you have out there that you've written, cause you've, you've written a, a fair number of them. Um, why didn't you choose the one that you did for today's interview? Uh, that was kind of one of my favorites. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, I, uh, I mean, I guess because um, I kind of feel that one, uh, close, close to that one. I probably shouldn't admit that. <laughs> but um, yeah, that just, uh, for some reason, was always one of my favorites that I did. And I've only done about half a dozen or so uh, when WordSoup had uh, approached me in Instagram and asked if I would be interested in participating. And so, um, uh, sometimes, you know, the words will come out and I'll look at them as he's releasing them and then I'll kind of have an idea in my head already and then uh, when all the rest of them are done, it'll come together and other times, depending on how busy I've been, uh, I might not look at them until the last minute. Um, but uh, but that one that one was one that it really came quickly to me and uh, and I just really, really felt it kind of on a personal level, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could, I I could really, um, I could really feel that one. Like I said before, when you read it, like I felt like, I feel like it's, I feel like it's, it's a, it's a, um, it's kind of a mystery narrative of sorts. But the reality behind it is, is very real and very much things that I think people feel and experience on a very regular basis. Um, and that's what was so powerful to me about it that it it really it really captured me. Um, is there 
is there anything in particular about it? Like you said, you just you just like it. I mean, what exactly is it that you like about that one so much? Anything you want to share? Or? Well, I think I think we've all been jilted in love before, so sure. <laughs> uh, there's uh, those feelings of uh, wanting revenge and wanting to validate uh, the relationship or your feelings or. Um, Getting scorned, I guess. Mm -hmm. So, well, in love is, you know, in love is one of the timeless topics of writing, and a jilted love is, it's not a fun feeling at all. <laughs> 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 and the desire for revenge is very real. Um. Uh. So, um. Do you, so, so your novel. I want to get back to that. Um. What What's the What's the uh, What do you, willing to share about that about I, I know I know I'm, I, I'm always hesitant to share things about my books because I want people to read them right. but just what it, I mean obviously share whenever you want um, but um, but I'm just curious what's what's it about what's 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 the novel um, so it is about a woman a young woman in her early 20s and um, she is trying to put herself her life back together after a pretty big tragedy and uh, just trying to figure out how to survive and how to live and how to um how to kind of heal from that loss and uh that she experienced and so and then um there's the other character um so my blurb that i put i'll read my blurb that i put on my website okay that sounds great that will help explain it quite a bit more um So, how do you pick yourself up and learn to live again when tragedy shatters your entire world? Ashley Ahern has been devastated by a heart-wrenching loss, a shell of her former self, and unable to survive in the place she once called home, she leaves everything behind in search of some way to start living again. Nicholas Jeffries understands all too well what heartbreak and guilt can do to a person. When Ashley walks into his life, his chance for redemption has finally come. But when the secrets that haunt them both refuse to stay buried, and the past that connects them ravages the present, will love be strong enough to save them both? So, That's there's, powerful. There's a little bit of mystery. There's a connection uh, from their past that they have that um, she doesn't know about. And uh, when it all comes to light, it, it's a pretty big deal. So. That sounds like a powerful story. Um, the notion of kind of putting yourself back together after, after a loss, that's something, that's something I, I've been dealing with more and more in my, in my more recent writing. Um, my early writing was, was all about loss itself. Um, and I, I, I came to this conclusion eventually that um, kind of that like, that like tragedy happens and anybody can, and, and tragedy, tragedy is something that, that we all share together on this planet. And that actually I have a line from a poem that started, that really, I wrote it many years ago, this line, but it resonated with me. It's resonated with me more and more as I've gotten older. And I think it's, it kind of sums up what I think about a lot of that stuff now, which is just that, um, don't tell don't tell me anymore why I want to die. Tell me why in spite of every, everything I've seen, I still want to stay alive. And it sounds to me like, um, like, 
maybe your novel is dealing with that same type of idea. Yeah. Does that seem? Yeah. yeah. That's cool. That's, I mean, that's, that's one of the great things about writing and art, I feel like, is to, is to give us reasons to, uh, reasons to stay here amidst the, the tragedy and loss. And um, I certainly find it in my writing, in my writing itself, and I want to convey that to people more and more with what I create. Um, and then your, your, your what? So that that you're planning on that you, that that novel you're planning on putting out over the summer, you said. Um, that is the goal. Yes. That's Originally, the goal. I had planned on, on um, early or late spring, early summer, mm -hmm. um, but I had to set it aside for a little bit uh, personal reasons, and um, so I'm really gonna try to hopefully get it out by by at least mid to late summer. So. And what's your what's what's been your process for um, the publishing? I know a lot of people tend to be very interested in that. When I tell them that I that I that I'm a, that I'm a self-published author or that I run my own imprint, however, or indie DIY author, um, people are always very interested in like, you know, um, what what's been your process? Not just the writing process itself, but the post-writing process to prepare for publication. Have you been doing anything, um, sharing it with anybody, things like that, that sort of stuff? Uh, well, Juliet Willows is uh, nagging at me to let her read it. She's mentioned a few times that she can't wait to get it in her hands, and she she will be the first one to read it. She's she's my heart and soul. She is uh, just my best best friend, and um, she's she's amazing. She's a writer too, and her her stuff is just so wonderful. And uh, we do a lot of stuff together on uh, Twitter with um, with our posts and. Um, we started doing a before and after where I do the first one and then she does an after version of it, um, kind of flips it around to give a little bit of a different feeling. And so, oh, that's cool. Um, but uh, but as, as soon as I'm ready, she's going to be the one to, to tell me if it's worth it or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's always, that's, I mean, you, you need somebody you can trust to look at your work, that's for sure. Um, especially if you're an indie author, because, you know, I mean, I, I do editing services. I believe you do that as well. And that can be very pricey for people. Um, although I think it's very, it's very much worth it. Um, the amount of, the amount of, the amount of work that I produce, I really rely on, um, on friends and writing groups to get me through it. Cause it just costs so much money to get professional mm -hmm. editing services. Um, but as I said, I offer those. So, um, right. so it's not, right. you know, it's not like I'm opposed to them at all. I just, you know, um, but, um, and that's the kind of stuff you don't want to slack on because you want it to look professional. You want it to be a, a good product. And, um, for sure. And your covers are, are, do you have, who, do you have, do you have a designer for your covers already or, um, not yet, okay. no. um, but I've, I've been kind of looking at covers, um, uh, that are on like, uh, different websites that are available and, uh, I haven't quite found one that I really speaks to me just yet so sure that's you know i actually so when i first started doing indie publishing i used all like template covers for my books because i again i i i i had been down out for a long time at that point in time and didn't have the money to um to invest in in an actual cover producer and then i got very lucky that my my wife who was my girlfriend when she first started designing covers um, is actually a, a graphic designer and artist and um, designs beautiful covers for my books. So that's, that's made, that's, that's, that's made things very easy for me. Um, but I, I agree. It, it, that's the first thing somebody's going to 
see and they say not to judge a book by its cover people are going to judge a book by its cover so you want to be sure you find the right artist for your books for sure right, right. um and then staccato rhythms of an ear doesn't hurt what is the uh do you have a release timeline for that one um around summer as well um okay uh i'm kind of getting it all compiled uh together and uh seeing where it stands right now and um i want to do a few illustrations with it um uh, all, all my posts, uh, people who follow me on Twitter or Instagram, they see all my posts have uh, pictures with them. Um, but uh, to actually put that many in it, it's gonna be. <laughs> Wait a second. So do you do those? Do you do you do those pictures on your Twitter oh, no, posts? No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. okay. And and I always, those those are beautiful. I always uh, credit the art artist uh, in okay. the post to make sure everybody knows it is it is not me i am not that talented at all <laughs> i lack i lack in the drawing skills but um but uh juliet star is actually an artist and so i was talking to her about possibly having her daughter do some illustrations for it uh, to kind of oh, scatter cool. throughout with the with the poems so um so it's still in the works but i think it's coming along pretty well so and how how far back do the poems that you're using in that stretch are those recent or are they kind of is it kind of a, a compilation from um, your life or it kind of uh a lot of my posts a lot of um things that i've written from a while ago a lot of things that i'm writing now um so it's it's going to be a pretty big compilation of a lot of things so that sounds really exciting is it going to have that eighth grade poem that um <laughs> That, uh, that, that is definitely that is definitely a 12-year-old poem so <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah it was yeah it was really good for 12 and it was uh my teacher really liked it but um i'm not sure that it's publishable material so sure sure i I actually, I have a bunch of stuff that I wrote when I was told, I mentioned this in my interview the other week as well, that I've, I've, I've created a zine out of stuff that I wrote when I was in middle school that I fold up like a little note and give away at like, um, at like readings that I give and stuff like that. Um, they are very much what I wrote in middle school though. Like I would not sell them yeah. on, on <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll sell them for a dollar at times if people, just to cover the cost of the paper if people want me to send them to them. But, um, but that's about it. So yeah, I definitely know that feeling. Um, and, uh, so both books will probably be coming out in the summer. And how, how long, how long have you been working on a spark amongst the ashes? How, how far back does that stretch? Uh, that is actually, um, I started it in 2015. Um, okay. and I got halfway through it and then, um, life is a mess. And so I kind of set it aside and, uh, shelved it for a while. And then I picked it back up in 2018 and um, finished it and then kind of got afraid of it. <laughs> got afraid of it, I, didn't, I got afraid of it. I didn't know uh, if it was something I really wanted people to read or if it was something I really wanted out in the world. And so, um, so I set it aside again and, um, and life gets messy. So uh, I just kind of didn't really think about it much for a while. And so it's just been uh, since about August last year that I uh, that I really started kind of reading through it again and looking at it again and uh, trying to figure out exactly how I want to put it out and if I'm happy enough with it to put it mm -hmm. out. And, um, I know what you mean. I I feel like 
I feel like it, it takes a, it takes a great deal of courage to be an artist or an author of any sort, and just to put our ideas down on paper and and arrange them in such a way that people can read them. But then it's a whole other level of courage to actually put your work out there in the world. Um, and I personally feel like I've, I've never been traditionally published, so. Um, so I, I don't know if this is, I'm sure, I'm sure it's just as nerve wracking for traditional publishers, but I feel like as an indie publisher, like so much of it is kind of like, so much of it rides on me in the end that like, I didn't have a bunch of gatekeepers saying that this was something they want people to, they, that, that they, that they want to put out there for me. So I feel like I, 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 I can, I can get very nervous about what I'm doing and what I'm creating and, um, and what I'm sharing with people. And uh, I just feel like it's, it's so courageous for all of us to actually put our stuff, our stuff out there. I, 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 I'm always impressed with every, every author I come across who is putting their stuff out there. Every, yeah. every artist who's putting their stuff out there. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, my, my wife, who's an artist as well, as I mentioned, she always kind of makes fun of me because she says, there's nothing you don't like. And I'm like, I'm just so impressed that people are willing to create this stuff. I'm so impressed that people are people are people are doing this that it's hard for me to dislike most of what people create um that's just where i stand on stuff you know right. and um and uh i think i think that i'm, I'm looking forward to, i'm looking forward to seeing seeing your work out there um because as i said i've been so impressed with your with your with your twitter with with, with, with the tweets i've seen and the instagram posts i've seen um do you have any any more projects planned for the future or is that kind of taking up all your time right now? Um, well, that's taking up all the time right now, but um, there is a second book to spark that I already have an idea for and a title and um, a few random paragraphs here and here, here and there. But um, so I, I really would like to get that one out um, at least. And then um, there are several others that I have started and stopped that um, mm -hmm. I feel like I, at some point, would like to get them out there. So um, uh, I'm hoping that I can kind of get into a spot where I can start putting quite a bit out. So I think it's like I need to get out of my head a little bit before. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's the way it goes, right? I mean, there's there's so many, I have so many ideas and so many, so many projects and it just takes time to get things done. And I always have to build in time to give up on projects and start them over again and uh, get discouraged and think this is never going to be anything. So why am I doing it even? And um, eventually finish something. And I was, I was, I was really interested. You said, you said you have some, some kind of random paragraphs for the sequel to a spark amongst the ashes. Um, do you do you write in a linear fashion or do you kind of write piecemeal or, or how do you do it i i write uh where whatever pops into my head at that moment in time um i am not a plotter at all um, okay i can't sit and outline anything um because i start writing i i get sidetracked and um so but i I have the idea and I have all the main points um, and where I want it to go. Uh, so it's sometimes I'll kind of start at the beginning and then I'll think, oh wait, well this is gonna happen here. So I'll get that down before it leaves my head and I forget about it. And um, so, uh, so yeah, uh, definitely a pantser. <laughs> sure, and that's, that's really inspiring to me. I, in my interview last week, we were talking a lot about plotting versus pantsing and um, 
And I said that I've always been a plotter, but I've been working a lot more on pantsing my books lately over the past probably three books. And when I was interviewed the other week, I was back working on this plotted book that I've been working on for about a decade. Um, but I, I feel like I feel like there's a there's a there's a vibrancy and creativity that my writing has when I don't outline the whole thing and have this vision of what it's supposed to be. And I love that. And I and I, and I the the deeper I the, the the deeper I go in I go in kind of like allowing myself to see where the world takes me in my creation. The more I feel like that's kind of the seed of creation, right? Like that's creativity. I think is just kind yeah. of like is that you you create something here you create something there and then you put it together and you realize there's something missing in the middle and you've got to build that out i feel like i go for walks through my neighborhood a lot and we have we have a we have a we have a path through the woods here in my neighborhood and i feel like in that way art is just like is like is like the earth itself right that like we're creating like trees like fighting for the light and stuff like that so um that's that's really inspiring to me to hear to hear you say that as well and um and that that's how that's how you create. Um, I feel like for me, it's a goal to create to create that way and create that way more more fully and completely. Um, because I think I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you you said you said that you you just you just get sidetracked, which is why you never do. Um, right. You never really do outlines. I've I've tried to sit and write an outline a few times, um, but I do. I get I get sidetracked because I'll get to a part and it's like well i'm just gonna start writing this because it needs to come out now because i know it in my head and um if i wait then i'm not it's not gonna be what it, what it is right at that point in time and so um and my characters are very real well i think for most writers their characters mm -hmm. are real and so, so my characters will take me in places that i had no idea we were headed that direction and so um so sometimes it's surprising to see to see where where it goes. Um, even though I do have this idea in my head of where it's going to go, sometimes it'll veer off in a completely different direction. So I find that interesting as well. You know, I mean, I'm I'm I feel like there's a freedom in allowing your characters to kind of tell the story for you. Um, that I'm learning as I get away, as I get further and further away from plotting my stories out. Um, and so bring back to characters also, are your characters based on real people or are they characters that are um, completely out of your head or are they a combination of the two? I'm curious, how, how do they get this life of their own for you? Uh, they, some of them might have similarities to real people, but um, not many. Um, my main character in uh, Spark is a lot like me so there's there's a lot of me in her but um but she's surprised me a few times with <laughs> with how she's uh handled things a little better than i would but um but sometimes it's from a dream that i have weird mm -hmm. dreams all the time and so a character will pop up in a dream that kind of takes on a life of their own and so um so it's uh they're they're very much their own their own person that's interesting when you mention dreams because i i do a lot of lucid dreaming and um, i've gotten into the habit of asking asking my dream characters about themselves when i get there like in my dreams i will ask them like um like you know who are you really what is your real name things like that 
and it gives me more i it becomes increasingly obvious to me that i can't that i can control a lot in my dreams but i can't control the characters in my dreams even when i dream lucidly mm -hmm. and i feel like that is similar to like to, to creating a character in fiction it is like these dream characters that they I, I, my my most recent novel which is unpublished i'm still i'm still editing it but it started based on based on a character the main character was based on me um but eventually i realized that this character was much better than me like this was <laughs> this was this 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 was this was like the the ver this was the me that i wish i'd been at these points in time you know and that's um that's very interesting to me like 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 you like like how these where do these stories exist is kind of my question some of the time, right? Like they feel so real. Where do they exist? You so, know, do they exist in my mind or do they exist in a world beyond my mind? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that, that just kind of blows my mind. And um, in your, in your, in your staccato rhythms of an iridescent heart, the, the, the poetry collection um, that's coming out, you said it's mainly prose poems or it's, it's primarily prose poems. <laughs> Really prose, yes. And so, do you have characters in that as well, or are those um, are those more feelings, or, or what? What can people what can people look to look expect to read in in in, in that book as well? Those are more feelings, uh, definitely. Um, but I think everybody can probably see themselves in some of them or all of them. Um, my the blurb that I put on my website for that was. Um, a heart-wrenching journey through love and loss, heartbreaking and betrayal, through redemption and undoing, through finding the strength to survive when every cell in your body is begging for the end, when the world turns against you and the voices in your head are screaming for reprieve, love finds a way to forgive and heal. So it's, it's very much through that heartbreak, through that healing, through that rage and anger and um, love and finding a way to kind of come out on the other end that's that's beautiful mm -hmm. um that's really beautiful um i feel like we kind of brought the i feel like we kind of brought the the conversation in the sort of full circle here with with that statement um i'm wondering it's i'm wondering if maybe we should start wrapping up what do you think is there is there do you have more stuff you you would like to cover like things and is, is there anything i didn't ask you about that you want that you want people to know about with regard to your writing <laughs> yourself no i'm just a mom <laughs> <laughs> yeah I remember. i'm just a mom with voices in her head and uh four kids and well the 4.75 is uh i have four of my own okay and Bye. my 19 year old his uh friend is living with us so he's my happy kid and then we have a little chihuahua so that's the quarter gotcha. of the kid <laughs> gotcha gotcha i was curious about that i, I meant to ask about um, that but i i forgot about that where the where the 0.75 came yeah. from that's cool. That's that's really great. I I I I I always liked always liked the moms that had that had another kid kind of living with them. That's always cool. And um, I'm I'm a I'm a dad. Although my kids, I think, are a lot younger than yours. Um, I know they are. If you say that you have a 19 year old, yeah. Um, my youngest but, um, just turned 15 last week. So right, right. And uh, happy birthday to to your youngest. And um, I think we talked about this some a couple, a couple weeks ago. Was that um, you know? I mean, for me, I feel like I feel like I've learned so much in the few years that I've been a parent. And I was an older parent, so it's not, it's it's not it's not like I was. It's not I 
I know what I knew before I was a parent. And I've learned so much from being a parent that it has really affected my, my writing has gone in a whole new direction than uh, what I was wanting to create or trying to create before I became a parent. So I feel like I feel like it's not um, it's not trivial that you are that you are a mom of 4.75 and creating <laughs> the way you create that I feel like there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of soul searching and honesty that goes into parenting um, that can come out in our writing. Um, yeah. I don't know if you agree with that okay. or not, but um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and uh, and it's uh, it's just it's just a powerful parenting is a powerful world. I as 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 a person who became a parent in their forties, I can't speak highly enough about it. <laughs> um, but um yeah so um so i i think i think that's that's maybe maybe about it um so i want to thank you for um joining us today this has been this has been really exciting for me i was really looking forward to talking with you and i really enjoyed our conversation symphony thank you and um so i want to make sure that everybody knows that you will be doing another interview in two weeks uh, yes, I get to be the interviewee. I get your place next. Yes, exactly, exactly. It's 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 an exciting place to be in, um, and a lot of fun. Um, so I want to invite everybody who's watching and listening to um, learn new words and participate in Word Improv by following at WordSleuth on Instagram. Um, and if they want to get involved in the past and the time interviews, they are welcome to DM WordSleuth. Um, everybody should check out your new website, symphonyhale.com. Yes. Um, and if they don't follow your, if they don't, if they don't, after they go to your website, they should follow you on Twitter, symphony underscore hail. And on Instagram, excuse me, symphony underscore hail. Uh, is there anywhere else people, people need to keep an eye out for you? Um, not right at the moment. I was kind of anti-social media, so <laughs> it took me a long time to get on anything. Uh, and I got I got bullied into the Instagram thing by uh, Juliet because uh, when everyone thought Twitter was exploding and uh, crumbling to the ground, uh, mm. she she told me I needed the backup. So, uh, so yeah, I was convinced Twitter was crumbling there for a minute. Like I I felt like it, it got I got I got really I actually stopped I stopped using Twitter for a for a for a little while there and um, yeah anyway but I'm back on Twitter. Good. So. <laughs> Anyway, thank you again. Thank you so much, Symphony. This is this has been a great experience for me. I hope it's been a nice experience for you and for everybody else who's listening. Thank you. And yeah, that's it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye. Bye.